You are now tuned into the On Your Power Power Radio Show with marketing coach and author Simone Kelly Brown and Nikki Clifton. Learn how to transform your side hustle into your full-time dream come true. Think like a master marketer. Even if you don't have a business background, identify your true passion and unleash your creative spirit and use it to promote your business. Welcome to the Own Your Power radio show. We are here to empower entrepreneurs make the transition from having a side hustle to a full-time dream job. Our goal is to help you understand your true passion and the importance of self-reflection. Each and every Sunday, we'll share with you low-cost marketing strategies to build your business. And of course, as always, we're going to have a little fun while we do it. My name is Nikki Clifton, by the way, and I am your co-host. I am very proud to introduce you to my friend. She's devoted the last 10 years of her life encouraging personal and business development for entrepreneurs through both her companies, Gots to Have It Marketing and the Give and Take Network. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome marketing coach and author, Miss Simone Kelly Brown. How are you, Simone? I'm doing good. I love that. My friend. My friend. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of real happy to have you here today. You're a star. Made your NBC cameo this week. Oh, come on. It, it was five minutes of fame. <laughs> I, I, they didn't give me 15 minutes. They gave me five minutes. <laughs> they cheated you. They cheated no, you. No, but it was definitely good. It was good exposure. I was able to talk about give and take and own your power, the own your power retreat. So it was definitely a lot of fun. So I'm, I'm glad that I got that a uh, little bit of time. Hopefully that's just the start of uh, many more things. Really? You look really good, too. Well, had your think. makeup going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had to try. They didn't have makeup people for me. I'd do my own, you know. I ain't that big yet. <laughs> well, it looked really good. Really well, good. Thank you. Well, thank you all for tuning in tonight. We hope that you get your pens and pads out because you're going to need it. It's going to be a really, really interesting topic tonight. Well, great. So what can we expect to hear on today's show? Tell us a little bit about it. Well, today couldn't come at a perf- more perfect time because it's spring cleaning time. You know, you know it's uh, the season for getting ready to get, get rid of the clutter. Today's yeah. topic is actually about making room for abundance and clearing the clutter. Because you, do you realize that when you don't have, when you have so much clutter going on in your life, it could be emotional and it could be physical? Yes. It doesn't, <laughs> you don't make room, in, inside joke. <laughs> <laughs> you don't make room for abundance. So, for instance, we hold on to things a lot. Yeah. Old, old furniture, papers, clothing that we haven't worn since 1989. I still got my rhinestone jacket from back in the day. Oh, my God. And my gazelle <laughs> run DMC glasses. <laughs> and we're, we're going to really explore why, why do we do this? Why do we hold on to so many things? And also, how can we clean up the messes that we've created so that we can think more clearly? Um, when you don't have clutter... In your life, we said you can definitely make room for abundance because, number one, you can think more clearly. You can find things easier, which helps you become more organized. And overall, psychologically, it can just improve your attitude, you know, overall. Mm -hmm. It just makes your life a little bit easier. Uh, Nikki, you are the Zen queen. (laughs) For people who are listening, if you go to Nikki's apartment, it feels like you're in a Zen palace. It's like floor pillows everywhere, candles. It's spacious. (laughs) There's no heap of furniture. It's just like a beautiful, light, relaxing feeling. And um, I think she's just mastered the art of, you know, cleaning out the clutter. And actually, Nikki, 
I got I put her to work this weekend. <laughs> she sure did. In the, in the art of researching for the show, I really got into it. And I said, you know, it's time for me to get rid of some stuff out of my office. And she helped me uh, organize my home office. And she didn't, you know, spare throwing anything out. <laughs> no, had to go. <laughs> yeah, I would look at her and she would say, well, what's this for? And I'm like, um, uh, I got to write that. And she would just throw it right out. Before I could finish the sentence, she'd throw it right in the garbage. So, Nikki, how do you deal with clutter? Because you seem so good at it. Let us know, you know, what are some things that you do? I just throw it out or give it away. No need in hanging on to it. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know if it's that easy for the average person. I mean, for me, I think it's hereditary because a lot of the th- habits that I have, I've gotten from my mother. You know, my mother used to hold on to things. So do you think it's hereditary? Maybe you were raised that way where you, you know. Um, no, for me, it's anti rochetary <laughs> <laughs> it's anti rochetary baby. Oh, God, you are crazy. No, ser- no, seriously, seriously, Nikki, think about it. Um, my mom saved everything. She wasn't a pack rat to the point. She was actually very anal. Out, out of all the people that I know, she was the neatest person. If you had one cup in the sink, she'd lose her mind. But she did hold on to a lot of items. Like, for instance, she was very sentimental. And I think because I was the only child and, you know, everything that was my first, she saved it. And I'm holding on to a lot, too, because I kind of feel guilty sometimes to throw things out. You know, like, oh, my mom saved it. Maybe I shouldn't throw it out. You know, I still have my tap dance shoes. Okay, Shirley Temple. (laughs) I still have. Oh, stop it. I still have my first painting. Um, that I did at school. She actually had framed that, you know, Simone's first day at school. This is like a bunch of fingerprint paint. I don't even know what it is. Uh, and then I have, uh, well, actually, you know what? I'm going to leave the rest because I'm too embarrassed to admit the rest. Oh <laughs> on my the air. God. Well, but I do have a lot of things that, you know. Well, I just, I just keep the things I need. I don't overdo it and I just throw out what I don't. Well, um, speaking of overdoing it, since we were talking, we were, you know, researching for the show, I started thinking about all the people I know, especially in my family, since it probably is hereditary, (laughs) that are so uh, obsessed with saving things. So, for instance, I have one of my aunts. She is very obsessed with Costco's. I think she's Costco's, but she lives alone. What is she? So, wait, it gets better. (laughs) So, in her cabinets, she has, when I tell you, like, Things that a restaurant owner would have. So, for instance, my mother was was making a joke one day because she was she was saying, "Oh, you know, she had her ketchup, fifty pound, you know, fifty ounce of ketchup, and <laughs> to the point when it turns black." Oh my! You ever God. see ketchup when it gets old and it turns black? Fifty ounces of ketchup. Is she waiting for the UN to come over <laughs> for a barbecue? <laughs> She's gonna fire up the grill. I don't know, like, but she was such a hoarder. She would always save things. I mean, at the point it could also be, you know, you just you're just kind of cheap, I guess, and you think, oh, let me save. Oh, let me buy like in bulk. But if you live by yourself, it's ridiculous because things go, get old and, you know, it's kind of silly. But um, another another story I got for you. Oh, my God. There's more. Yeah. This is it gets better. I have an Aunt Joyce in Jamaica. She's not listening. I don't think so. I can talk about her. Um, <laughs> Sad. <laughs> my Aunt Joyce in Jamaica is um, a kitchen supply fanatic. Uh, for instance, if you go to her house, there's kitchen supplies still in the plastic hanging on all the hooks and, you know, all throughout the kitchen. And it looks like you're in aisle eight in Publix almost, you know, <laughs> it's like literally just full of junk. Like one time my aunt, I mean, my mother um, used to send her stuff from America, you know, to Jamaica. And we we went there like a year later. My mother was so upset because, you know, we got there and we, she saw things that she sent her a year prior hanging up in the plastic still. And she's like, what is this? Like, why aren't you using this stuff? Like, what is it? Like a, a trophy or something? <laughs> Price check on aisle eight. Price check on aisle eight. <laughs> It actually felt like you were in a supermarket. I swear to God, you know. And okay, this is the last one. And then, oh my god, I definitely cannot say the person's name because um she's listening right now. But she said I can talk, tell the story. Uh, I know. Well, actually, I know like two women that have done this. I'm scared. Okay, 
they save the umbilical cords remnants of the baby what the you know <laughs> you know when the when the umbilical cord falls off of the baby when, it, when they're like you know i guess a few i don't know how long it takes but you know I, i've i've heard it a little black thing that just umbilical hangs. cord <laughs> droppings anybody got a tums i need a sprite that's disgusting but nikki think about it we're not we're not moms yet so we don't I know. Don't it's, it's probably sentimental. You know, the feeling Why don't of, they just get a bag of fingernails for crying out loud? <laughs> Gee well, People say like the first lock of the haircut of the baby. I mean, the umbilical cord is a, you know, a symbolic connection. I don't know. I mean, yeah. it does sound kind of nasty, but I don't know. You know, maybe. The lock of hair I can understand, but the right. umbilical cord? Come on, y'all. Right. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> well, anyway, uh, we have some really dynamic guests coming in today, everyone. So, like I said, get your pens and pads ready. If you are one of those people that are dealing with clutter, are having, a, are struggling with getting rid of things, you need to be listening to every minute of this show. Uh, Nikki, who do we have coming in today? We have Miss Desiree Spivy. She's an image consultant of the A New You Image Consulting. We have Lachelle Wooten of Spirit Space Feng Shui. All right. Well, that sounds good. Well, uh, I guess what we're going to do is, you know, talk to Desiree. So tell us a little bit about Desiree. Okay, well, Miss Desiree Spivy is of A New You Image Consulting, and she's committed to building a personal and professional excellence in the artistry image. Desiree is a firm believer that you don't have to spend a lot of money to look good. Her education stems from the Fashion Institute Technology, CIC. She went to Howard University, and she has years of tracking the fashion industry and coaching skills. And i just like to add to that, um, I've actually had consultation with uh with um, Desiree. She's a give and take member and she is amazing. I mean, I was really impressed at how detailed an uh, image consultant is. It's not, it's not just picking out cute clothes for you. And I mean, it was to the point of finding out my, my skin tone and what colors look good with me and spending a lot of time and a lot of detail with, with, what, with me and, you know, really figuring out what works for you. So I, I was just really blown away. So I'm really excited to have um, Desiree on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, please, a warm round of applause for Miss Desiree Spivy. Desiree, are you there? Hi, Desiree. Hi, Desiree. Thank you so much for being a guest on our show today. We got lots of people who are interested in hearing what you have to say today. So what we want to do is just jump right into our interview. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. First of all, let our listening audience know what exactly an image consultant does. Well, image consulting business is a very broad business. It covers a lot of areas. But the most general areas are wardrobe and accessories, color, makeup, hair, grooming, body language, speech, presentation skills, perception management, and nonverbal communication and etiquette. Is that all? No, I'm being funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, it probably goes a little bit more than that, but those are like the general areas of image consulting. Okay. Now, my specialty is just wardrobe, accessories, color, makeup, and perception management. I don't get into the etiquette and the presentation skills and speech. Oh, okay. That's nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell me, how do you help a person decide what to get rid of out of their closet as they're building a specific image? Well, as we all know that most people, they tend to have their favorite outfits that are like right in the front of the closet because it's most comfortable, it's easy, and, you know, it's already put together, so they think in their mind. So they keep it right in the front of the closet. Yeah, like me. So, but we have, like you, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we have to move those things out of the way, 
and get to the back of the closet and start pulling those things out. And then we start examining, like, why did you buy these things? So what I usually do is I'll just ask the client, like, a few key questions, you know. I'll ask them, um, you know, does this fit you still? And what I mean by fitting, I mean not that you can just put it on and it buttons up, but does it fit you properly? And if it doesn't fit, you know what you got to do. If it doesn't fit, you must quit. Oh, wow. got to let it go. <laughs> you got to okay. let it go. If it doesn't go. fit, you must quit. I love it. If quit. it doesn't fit, you must quit. You got to let it go. Right. Okay? Ask yourself if the color will complement you. Color is such a big, big thing. So if it looks good on you and it makes you look bright and healthy, if it complements you, if you say no, you got to let it go. Okay. So then what are a few items that most people can wear in general that will attract people and or abundance to themselves? Like help, help well, make them look approachable, right? Like that's a, that's a good thing. Right, yeah, approachable. That's a really big thing. I like to suggest the very and most obvious thing is color. Like if you wear a really, really nice color that complements your skin tone, that makes your eyes look bright, that makes your teeth look brighter, it's almost like smiling at somebody. And people generally are attracted to color. Like even if we're driving in our car and we see a billboard that's full of color, we don't really care what it says, we don't even know what it says, but we'll look because it's colorful. So that's like the very first, the most obvious thing, color. I think color is just a great way. You're listening to the Own Your Power radio show with Simone Kelly Brown and Nikki Clifton, where we'll help you transform your side hustle into your full-time dream come true, only on WTPS 1080 AM. Welcome back to the show. We are talking about clearing out the clutter and making room for abundance with Nikki Clifton, and uh, we have Desiree Spivey on hold, Image Consultant. Are you there, Desiree? I'm here. Great, 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 great. Now, you were talking about uh, color attracting abundance to people, so we'd like to go ahead and wrap that up because we do have another question. Oh, okay. So, like I was saying, prints and patterns. Prints and patterns is a really good way to attract people to you. Um, it shows that you're fun, you're exciting, you're a risk-taker. But the key to wearing prints and patterns is you do it in moderation. Okay. You don't want to look like, you know, you have every flower in the flower store <laughs> on or every stripe or every Louis Vuitton logo on or whatever. We're just like in the society with signatures and logos. You know, it's to do it in moderation. You know, you just give a little touch here and there. So prints and patterns are good. Um, accessories, conversation pieces, pieces that stand out, you know. Okay. Um, and this is with the men, too. This is just not all tips for women. You know, even with men, you have a nice watch on, even a nice pen sticking out the lapel of your jacket. You know, not a big pen for 99 cents, but a nice, <laughs> you know, a, a, a nice pen, a nice Tiffany pen or just a nice pen that shows, hey, you know, I'm signing important documents, you know. Mm -hmm. Just things like that, couplings, little, little touches can get people's attention and, you know, make people want to know, hmm, who is that person? I right. need to know that person. You know, it sparks curiosity about that person and makes them want to know, well, who are you? And maybe that's somebody I should get to know. Okay. You know, so even, even hairstyles can do it, the right hairstyle, the right beard shape. All these little things make big differences. Okay, so tell our listeners how even body language can attract abundance to a person. Well, people 
are attracted to people who have confidence and who look like they have confidence. So if you're standing upright and straight with your shoulders back and you're walking a certain way, that people often want to be what they see other people being. So if they see someone who's really, really confident, that attracts people to you, you know, being confident. And um, that also goes along with what you're wearing because what I find that if you have one something that makes you feel good, it shows. Okay. And you stand a certain way and you behave a certain way. Okay. And etiquette? You mentioned etiquette earlier? Etiquette. Well, that's not actually my specialty, but that is something that some image consultants do. Etiquette is very important. I mean, you don't want to um, sit there and chewing with your mouth open and, and things like that and using the wrong forks and spoons and knives when you're in the setting. You want to be able to be professional and, you know, appropriate whenever you're out. Right. So, zoo class. Yes. Yeah, like, yes. You want to you do class when you're, yeah. when you're out and you're speaking to someone. Yeah, so. you don't want to burp in their face. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't, you don't want to burp in their face. Nikki, you, you are such a clown. <laughs> I, have, I have one more question. Back to the whole uh, going through the closet thing. Uh, okay. I always heard if you have something in your closet you haven't worn within a year, then get rid of it. What do you say about that? Is that the typical well, standard? you know what? That's not actually true. Okay. I mean, I've, I've heard that, too. That's not actually true. Sometimes the best shopping you do is in your own closet. Mm-hmm. Really, it's in your own closet. Yeah. The key to getting rid of things out of your closet is that you just have to ask yourself a few key questions. Like, if you have a shirt, for instance, can this shirt that you have be worn with other things? Right. I mean, do you have to go out and buy something to match this? If you do, you probably should get rid of it because what's going to happen is going to go back into the closet until you go out and buy other things. Okay. Right? So things that are in your closet, it can be paired with other things. It could be a good investment. If it fits your fashion personality, if it doesn't, you need to let it go. You right. know, does it communicate a positive message? If it doesn't, you need to let, let it, it go. go. Right. If yeah, it doesn't it's, fit, you know, it's, it must have quit. No. <laughs> yes, it doesn't fit, and you must have quit. Oh, is goodness. it age appropriate? There's nothing worse than a 30-plus woman looking like a 20-year-old. Wow. So if it's not age yeah. appropriate, you need, you need to let that go. Pretty you know what I mean? It doesn't fit your lifestyle. Right. Sometimes, you know, jobs and careers changes. So... If, if it doesn't fit your lifestyle anymore, then you need to let that go. I mean, right. if you're not in corporate America or if you don't need to wear business suits anymore, then why do you need to have 20 suits right. in your closet? You know, maybe two. Okay, you so know? tell our listeners, how does it feel as an image consultant to finally just own your own power? Well, actually, it, it feels great because what I found out in being an image consultant that this thing is so much bigger than me. It's about me helping others. Mm-hmm. So it, it feels good to help others get noticed. Because at the end of the day, everybody just really wants to know that they matter. That's right. That's I- what they really want to know, that they're making a difference no matter how small it is. They want to know that they matter and they're being seen and they're being heard in this world. And image consulting helps me do that. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing our tips. But before we let you go, would you please let our listeners know your website and a phone number that they can get in touch with you? Sure. My website is www.anewyouimage.org, and my phone number is 
2000. And there's just one more thing I want to say. I want to let your listeners know that we are actually having an image cruise in September. All the information is listed on the website. We're going to have a good time. We're going to learn how to present ourselves. We're doing two workshops. And please come aboard and have a good time. Thank you so much, Miss Spivy. Oh, you did tell me to uh, call you by your first name, Desiree. Yes, call me Desiree. I'm a friend to the show. Now. Okay. <laughs> quick, quick question, Desiree. Say one more time your website address, just in case people didn't get it the first time. Okay. It's www.anewyouimage.org. And you got to make sure you put that image in there because there's a plastic surgeon who has the other one. So okay. Anewyouimage. <laughs> Dot org. Okay. Thank you okay. so much. Thank you, Desiree. Thank you, Desiree, for being Thank our guest. Thank you, ladies. Have a good night. You okay. too. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Well, that was uh, very helpful, huh? You got some good feedback on that? Yeah. My closet is the bomb then. Well, I think I need to, like, go shopping in my closet because there are a lot of things I haven't worn in a, a minute. So Pull it out. Yeah. And I, I've given away a lot of stuff, but I still need to actually... Go and um, you know, go shopping and see what what else haven't I worn in a while? Because <laughs> um, I know some people that actually organize their closet by color. Oh, Have you no. ever seen that? Uh, yeah, I've seen it, but I don't do that. That's that's a little extra. You think? I, I organize it by era. <laughs> oh, excuse me, eighties, <laughs> nineties. Okay, okay, yeah, you're a, fun- a funky chick. Well, um, now we're gonna get into a really hot topic, um, feng shui, a very exciting topic that mm. a lot of people are interested in. Yummy. Yeah, uh, we have uh, Lachelle Wooten, who is a certified feng shui consultant. She has given effective feng, sh- feng shui advice to countless individuals and many nonprofit organizations, companies, and corporate executives. She's been responsible for the prosperity of their businesses and for those who work for them. And I also personally have worked with um, Lachelle a couple years ago when I was back in New York and I lived in Yonkers. I had a a one-bedroom co-op, and she came to my house to feng shui it because I was so fascinated with the whole concept. I I did a little research, tried to do it on my own, but that didn't work. So I said, let me, let me, and I met her. She's actually a good friend of of an old high school mate mate of mine. I mean, excuse me, she's the wife. What am I saying? The wife of 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 an old high school friend of mine. So it was just a coincidence that once I was really into it, I said, oh, I ended up meeting her, and it, it was just perfect. Okay. But what was amazing to me, um, was that it was so detailed. It's not just a typical, oh, move this here, move that there. She came to my house, did a floor plan. A floor plan? Yeah, a floor plan of the house. Really, really detailed. I mean, she had a compass and all types of stuff. Wanted to know which direction my house was facing. and Just really, really detailed. Blew my mind. Uh, and one of the things that they do in feng shui is that each room in your house represents a certain uh, kind of energy. And the area that re- represented prosperity was actually where my hamper was. Dirty clothes hamper. <laughs> How ironic. Alrighty then. Yeah, times was tough around that time. (laughs) (laughs) Paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, so that actually, it was amazing to me when she said, okay, no, this is prosperity. We need to, we need to do something. We need to, we need to do something about this. So what she did was tell me to move my hamper to another section of the house and, um, you know, get a wicker basket. It was like all these really detailed stuff. It's a little overwhelming to go into right now. But, um, anyway, long story short, a week later, I kid you not, Nikki. 
A week later, I had two new clients. Wow. Two new retainer clients, meaning paying me on a monthly basis. From moving your hamper. Yeah. And I, I mean, that, it sounds crazy. Sounds like magic or something. I don't know, but it made me a believer. That's all I know. <laughs> okay. I was like feng shui. I was like bowing to her like, oh, you are amazing. You know, so, um, I just, I just really, I'm mean, very excited to have her to the show. We've done workshops with her in the past in New York. So I know everybody listening is going to love Lachelle because I, I love me some Lachelle too. So Lachelle, welcome to the show. Are you there? I'm here. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm cheering for you. <laughs> Hi, Lachelle. Welcome I to the show. That. You hear our in-studio audience? We have a very um, crowded in-studio audience. Can you tell? <laughs> uh, so, Lachelle, yeah. tell us a little bit about, in layman's terms, because we know it can get really heavy. So, mm-hmm. layman's terms, what exactly is feng shui? Feng shui is really um, utilizing someone who can read the energy of any space that you occupy, whether it be your home or your office, um, who can read the energy, let you know where there's positive energy, let you know where there's negative energy, and give you some recommendations on how to balance out that energy by draining whatever's negative and then uh, lifting up or supercharging the energy areas that are positive. All right, so tell us a little bit about how can – feng shuiing, maybe your, like your home office or your office, really improve your life and even, you know, your, your business? Oh, well, there's a lot of things that uh, one person can do to feng shui a space that they work out of. Um, it, anything that you want to do in life that you want to bring you prosperity or at least some sort of success about anything that you're putting your energy towards, feng shui is very helpful. Um, if you have a home office, which a lot of people tend to do now that there are so many entrepreneurs, you can uh, do quite a few things. First thing is, is if you have a home office, you want to keep the office space that you use separate from the rest of the house. You don't want to mix up the energy of your home, which should be very cozy and comfortable and inviting, with the energy of the workspace, which should be a little bit more efficient, a little bit more um, speedy in terms of the work and um, efforts that you put in. I, I, uh, so you defi- sorry. You definitely, I'm sorry. No, I had one question, though, just a quick yes. question. For the average person who doesn't have the extra space that has maybe their home offices in their dining room or their home office yes. in their bedroom, how do we, how do we uh, you know, work with that? Well, you, you need to use something concrete to separate the space, like even a screen. Oh, you know, okay. one of those cute little folding screens you can actually wrap around the space that you use um, where you may have your laptop or your computer or your phone or your files. You can put a screen up that will really separate one from the other. Okay. Another thing I always recommend to people who work at home is to actually Actually, get up, get dressed for work, even if That's you're not going to leave the house. That's a good point. Uh, yeah. You know, we're going to come back to that after this commercial break, Lachelle. No and I definitely want to come back to that because I know I've been in my pajamas sometimes. <laughs> 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 All right. We'll be right back after these messages on WTPS 1080 AM. News, talk, weather, and traffic on News Talk 1080 AM WTPS, the People Station. Want to start your own business in the $80 billion health and wellness industry? Find out how you can become pampered and paid by joining the Give and Take Network's Warm Spirit Team. Help others learn the value of me-time rituals by introducing them to our wellness line of high-quality healing and pampering products for women of color. To get pampered and paid, log on today at www.ownyourpowerradio.com. That's www.ownyourpowerradio.com. 
I was fed up with networking events and organizations that were just pick up joints in disguise. That's when I found the Give and Take, a barter exchange network for women entrepreneurs and executives. The boys have their club and we finally have ours. I know. It's so refreshing to connect with the circle of like-minded women who are down to earth and ambitious as I am. It really is all about who you know. And I found the person I needed to know at Give and Take. And that's how I got my job at MTV. Well, I met a lot of new clients for my new business at Give and Take events, and I finally met enough people to leave my boring 9 to 5. Also, the support and friendship I've received from other members is priceless. Tap into the minds of powerful, engaging, and ambitious women by becoming a member and attending our events. Join today for only $75 a year. Find out more about membership and our events at giveandtakenetwork.org. Give, the letter N, take, network.org. Expand your network by joining ours. The Give and Take Network. Real networking, real connections every time. You're listening to the Own Your Power radio show with Simone Kelly Brown and me, Nikki Clifton. Only on News Talk, WTPS 1080 AM, The People Station. Welcome back. Welcome back. You're listening to the Own Your Power show live from Miami, Florida on News Talk 1080 it's 31 minutes past the hour, and Nikki and I were talking with Lachelle Wooten about how to make room for abundance and uh, doing it with feng shui. Lachelle, yes. let's get back to uh, getting ready uh, while you work for, work, work for yourself at home, and uh, you said to get dressed as if you are actually going to the office. Tell us Absolutely. a little bit about that. There's actually a couple of things that you need to do. You should certainly get dressed as if you're going to work, as if you're expecting clients to show up and meet with you. And you should also really mark the start of your day and the end of your day by maybe going out for a walk before you start working and ending your day with the same thing. Go and run some errands so that when you return to the house, you really are making it clear energy-wise that your day is done and now you're in your home and you're there to relax. That sounds like um, what I call me-time rituals. Absolutely. Like just creating rituals within your day where, you know, you can actually, like, I love love that. It also helps if you work at home to have a separate phone line for your business. Okay, that's good. That's definitely good, yeah. It's very helpful to have a separate phone line. I mean, I know a lot of people who work from home, and I've tried to give them that feng shui advice because often you work from home and use your home phone, you're talking to clients, and then you hear, Right, right. <laughs> you know, and it can really kind of mess up the energy of or what the you're trying to. Exactly. Mommy, the phone. Mommy, exactly. Not good at all. So right. that's always a useful tip as well. Okay. Uh, can you explain some on some tips on how you can actually do some basic feng shui in your um, home and office? And I'm gonna probably go through. I want to go through like, these three three things: the office, the bathroom. And the bedroom. Those are like the three main things that I think stand out to me. But if we have more time, we'll get into the others. So tell Absolutely. us about in your office. What, what are some basic things you can do? Lots of basic things you can do for your office. Like I said already, you want to separate your office in the home. If you're a person who has a business where people have to come and see you, try to move your office space as close to the front door as possible. You do not want people tramping through your house to get to your business space. You want to really try to make it as separate as possible. Uh, in addition to that, you want to make the energy of your office as inviting but productive at the same time. For example, you don't want to have your computer, like the backs of your computers, you don't want them facing out like towards your clients or out in open space. You want the backs of computers always to be facing the wall or the corner where the energy can kind of get absorbed back into the wall as opposed to okay. that heat from computers shooting out across the room. Wow, um, I never thought of that yeah. one. Absolutely. You also want to keep some plants 
in the office. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of objects that people use, like phones and cell phones and PDAs and computers that really generate a lot of heat and electromagnetic energy, which all can be very draining and can also do something to your brain. You want to be able to make good decisions while you're working. Plants help to absorb that kind of energy and keep the energy in the room a lot more fluid and clear for your thinking and decision-making. That's interesting to know. I love plants. Very useful. What about, um, I've I've heard that this is bad to have broken equipment uh, Absolutely. in your house. You know, some people have, oh, not even your house, house and office. People are like, I'm going to fix that tone. I'm going to get some tone in one of these days. Or, you know, (laughs) they have that broken down fax machine. Yes. You absolutely do not want to have broken equipment in your office or in your home. Anything that's broken and not functional is something you want to move outside of the space until you can actually get it fixed. I know sometimes it takes a minute, but put it in the trunk of the car, put it in a storage closet until you can get to it. Anything that's broken will give your business kind of a chopped-up energy feel. We'll do the same thing for your home. You know, you put that new plasma TV in front of the old TV that doesn't work, and it really does something to the energy. So you want to move those things, store them up, put them in a box, and get them out of the space where you're trying to be productive. That's so funny because Nikki and I were just joking around about growing up as a kid and how you go to somebody's house, and almost everybody I knew, I mean, I knew knew at least three friends that had that big, big big-ass TV, (laughs) and then that didn't work, and and then they put the little baby TV on top of it. In front of it, exactly. On top of it, with the little antenna, the the white, uh, what is it, hanging, the hanger? Yeah, put the little hanger, turning it with pliers. That is not a good look. That is not a good look. Right. I, I think all of us have seen that somewhere. Okay, what about um, the position of your desk? I've, I've read this, that it's really not good to have your back facing the door and all that stuff. So tell exactly. us a little bit about that. Well, spaces, of course, are hard to come by, but one thing you want to make sure of is that your desk is hopefully facing the entranceway of your office if you're talking about an actual designated office space. You want your back up against a wall. You do not want to have your back to the door, and you don't want to have your back to a window because energetically it feels it doesn't allow you to be comfortable. Anytime there's a window behind you or a door behind you, you're always on edge subconsciously because you don't know what's coming at you. You don't know who's coming through the door. You don't know what might be coming through the window. And it really gets... Coming through the window, Superman? Spider-Man. Exactly. <laughs> okay, I, I have a question. My In my home office, I'm my desk is actually... My, my um body is facing sideways to the door. So I can... I'm not actually facing a wall. My back is into a wall, but... Is that bad to be sideways? Sideways is fine okay, because good. with a slight turn of the head, you can see who's coming through the door. Okay, Even okay. from your peripheral vision, you'd be able to see. You just got to watch your back at all times. That's what that's all about. That's what it's all about <laughs> in business. Wow. So tell us a little bit about uh, bathrooms. What are some things that okay. uh, people need to know bathrooms, about bathrooms? The main thing I want people to know about bathrooms from a feng shui perspective is bathrooms is the room in the house that can drain your money. Ooh. It can drain your money big time. Men do this all the time. They leave the toilet seat up. The mm. bathroom, if you think about how a bathroom functions, it is a place where you get rid of things. Wow. You wash your hands so you can put the the dirt will go down the drain. You take a shower to get the sweat off from the gym. You go we know to the about bathroom, the other stuff. It's just a draining, exactly. <laughs> it is a place that drains waste, wow. things you don't want. And it is the same room in the house where money, your energy for money to flow into your life will go right into the bathroom and suck itself down 
down all of those drains. So what you want to do when you're not using the bathroom, and of course when you are, you want to leave the bathroom door closed. You want to leave the seat, the lid to your toilet down. You don't want to leave it up. I know men do it all the time, but I try to tell men in business, please leave the toilet lids down. And if you really want to take it a step further, you can actually close the the, the holes in your tub and in your sink to really make sure that there's no energy going down until wow. you're ready to use it for its purpose. That's taking a, really a step further. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Put so, that stop in that sink. <laughs> the money is, we're getting broke. We're going broke. Yeah. My money we're is going broke. broke. That's right. <laughs> All right. So what about bedrooms? I remember uh, when you gave a presentation before and I saw you talking about the, the, the clock behind your head, which almost everybody has a clock behind their head when it was, you know, well, let me tell you about bedrooms. Yeah. The thing about bedrooms is when you rest, sleep is the most important thing you can do for your health. And when you do that, you don't want to have a lot of electricity flying around your body because it doesn't allow you to rest peacefully and it doesn't allow you to absorb all of the positive energy your body's supposed to take in while you're at rest. So any electrical appliances in the bedroom need to be at minimum four feet away from the bed. So you shouldn't have an alarm clock right at the nightstand by your head. You shouldn't have a radio. Your TV shouldn't be within arm's reach. Everything electrical, everything that runs on batteries or through electricity needs to be at least four feet away from your bed. Wow, even batteries? Wow. Even batteries, even batteries. The other thing is, is that if you really want good rest, you don't even want a TV in your bedroom. Now, I talk to Americans all the time. They're very, they're like, what do you mean no TV in my bedroom? <laughs> yeah, not going to happen. Not going to happen, yeah, right. which is fine. But then I say, if you got to have the TV, if you got to have the stereo system in the bedroom and the alarm clock, please at least four feet away from the bed if you want to get the proper rest you need. Okay. Okay. And what about the taking the shoes off? I'm, I'm very... Big on the taking the shoes off. Okay, let me. I do this. People think I'm really anal, but you know, please break it down. I will break it down. (laughs) This is the point I make with every client I see, and they never return to wearing shoes through the house. Mm. When you walk the streets anywhere, we all know dogs use the street as their bathroom. (laughs) People with colds are steady, throwing things out their mouth onto the street. Kids are dropping gum, soda, cars, tire, mud. You name it, it's all over. And you walk through that no matter where you live every day. For you to let someone come from the street and walk through your house with their shoes on, and then the thought of taking your own shoes off after these people have tramped through your house and rubbing your feet up against all the stuff that they've dragged in (laughs) from the street is nauseating. I think I need another Tums. Yeah. So I tell people, I try to paint a vivid picture when I'm doing my consultation because you've got to make people take their shoes off at the door because not only is it nasty physically, energetically, people carry a lot of weight in their shoes, even emotional weight. And if you let them drag all of their emotional stuff into the house, some of it's going to stay there, and it's going to affect the energy of where you live and where where you work is a different story because you don't have to sleep there and rest there. But if your home, your office is in your home, you definitely don't want people walking through the house with shoes on. Right, right. I always tell people, get a little basket with some little cute short ankle socks and tell people, here, here's some nice socks. Take your shoes off. You can put them back on when you leave. Okay. Um, well, I, we actually have somebody on hold that wants to ask you a question. Um, and then after that, if we have some time, I would love for you to share some other success stories. I know you have zillions. Oh, yeah. So, um, we actually, we actually have somebody on hold. His name is Gabray. Gabray there? 
Yeah, I'm here. Hi, Gray. How are you? Good. So you have a question for Lachelle, right? Lachelle, I need your help. <laughs> I need Lich- your help, Lachelle. Oh, Lachelle isn't. We lost Lachelle. Sorry about that. Oh, well, no. you know, you know what? We're, we're gonna get her back. Don't worry. Just, just uh, tell us what the problem is. And then- okay, the problem is we're redoing our house. So basically, what's going on is everything is everywhere, and it's like. I just need some kind of system or way to organize it. How? How? It's too much. It's like we're walking over everything. Workmen are coming in. There's boxes everywhere. That's the problem. That's why I need Lachelle. Lachelle, are you there? I'm here. Okay, great. We got you back. All right, Lachelle, uh, did you hear Gabray's question? I missed the beginning of what he was saying. He's having some kind of construction done. We're having the kitchen redone, the cabinets, you know. Okay the countertops, everything. But what's going on is everything's a wreck. It's like we're pulling it apart, and there's no kind of organization to the whole thing. It's like, you know, fill up a box, throw the box there. And now, you know, workmen are walking in. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to maintain my everyday lifestyle, and it's just crazy. It's a challenge. Okay, well, here's the first thing. Here's the first thing about construction. It's really out of your hands. Um, There's really not much you can do. Construction men companies, they're going to work the way they need to work to get the job done for you. What you can do to carve some peace out for yourself is to really kind of sanction some area in your home, which probably would be best if it was the bedroom, as long as you're not getting the bedroom redone, um, where nothing that is going on in the rest of the house is really allowed to enter that room. Uh, You don't want to store boxes in there of, you know, your forks and spoons and plates. Put it in other areas of the home while the construction is being done. What you really want to do when the construction is finished is really do a nice feng shui cleansing of your home. You want to burn some incense or some sage. You definitely want to mop down and sweep the entire house. The last bit of what you sweep up, you want to sweep out the door. You don't want to sweep it into a dustpan and dump it in the trash. The last bit of dust needs to be swept out the door um, so that it really gives you an energetic symbol of cleansing out all of that chaos and noise and mess that was made in the house and kind of restore a very sense of peacefulness. Okay. Okay. So... So I'm on the right track because, I mean, I've been trapped in my room for the past 45 days. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You are, how are you feeling in your room is the question. Oh, I'm good. We got, you know, we got flat screen, big bed. I'm great. Okay, wow. good. Be sure that when the construction is happening that you don't leave your bedroom door open because energy travels and floats, and you really want to protect that area. 45 days is a long time, and it sounds like you're not even done yet. No, I'm not. Can he just burn incense in the meantime? Any kind of incense? He certainly can. Okay. So you say sage? Because I've burned incense before, but I'd like to try something different. Maybe the sage. Definitely burn some sage. And another thing you could do in the evenings, in the area where they're doing the construction. Michelle, I'm sorry. We have to go to commercial break. Sorry to cut you off. We'll be right back in, uh, I guess, you know, two minutes. (laughs) Two minutes. (laughs) All right. We'll be right back with the Own Your Power radio show. Thank you. Your voice, your opinion, your station. News Talk 1080 AM WTPS, the People Station. Honey, remember how I felt after swing dancing? Oh, you got a pain reliever for your arthritis pain. <laughs> that wasn't as bad as trying tennis. When you got something just for a sore shoulder. 
But I'm done taking different pain relievers. Now I'm all Advil. Mm -hmm. It's my every pain reliever. Advil works wherever I hurt, and nothing's proven stronger on tough pain. So what are we waiting for? Let's dance. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all Advil. Are you all Advil? Compared to OTC pain relievers for minor arthritis pain, use as directed. Groundbreaking, heart-wrenching, TV One proudly presents one of the most watched events in television history. Roots, the award-winning series that moved the nation forever and changed the color of television. Roots starts Easter Sunday only on TV One. Available on Comcast Cable and DirecTV Channel 241. Roots, the award-winning series that moved the nation forever. You're listening to the Own Your Power radio show with Simone Kelly Brown and Nikki Clifton, where we'll help you transform your side hustle into your full-time dream come true. Only on WTPS 1080 AM. Anything you want is attainable. Own Your Power. Welcome back to the show. Lachelle and Gabray, we're talking about cleaning up Gabray's uh, clutter in his house. Lachelle, are you there? I am. I actually wanted to tell Gabray what he can do in the evenings when the construction workers leave is to put some music on in the area where the construction is being done. Something very mellow like jazz or Mozart because it will bring down the energy. It will really bring the energy down. And then when they come back in the morning, remove the radio or turn it off. But when they're done, let that play through the night. Not loud, just on a low tone, but it will help to settle the energy of the day and all the hustle and bustle and banging and noise in the evening so that the whole house will have a peaceful feeling. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for that information. And, Gabray, I hope that helped you. Thank uh, you, Michelle. You're welcome. All right. Take care, Gabray. Okay. Thanks. All right. All right. Now, Lachelle, we are getting ready to wrap up. Let us know how people can get in contact with you. I know you're in New York, but we know you will travel. JetBlue, I travel I all the time. <laughs> My website is SS Feng Shui, which is spelled F E N G S H U I dot com. So it's SS Feng Shui dot com. And my number is 917 650 3576. Say and one, I do one more time. Say one more time for us. The number is 917-650-3576. Okay. okay. And Lachelle is actually going to be back with us next week for part two because we have so much to cover. We just had to bring you back, Lachelle. And we're going to also have no problem. another special guest. So if anybody is listening to the show and they didn't get a chance to, to call in, don't worry about it. All you got to do is email us at info at ownyourpower.biz. That's info at ownyourpower.biz. Email us your problem and let us know what exactly is going on. And we will definitely have you on the show. And Lachelle can um, actually help you out a little bit a little bit uh, with her feng shui advice. Okay? That would be great. Wonderful. Um, Lachelle, thank you so much for coming. And you know what? Before you go, just briefly tell us one last uh, success story and then we'll, we'll wrap up. Oh, goodness. Um, There's a ton of them. Uh, For example, um, I have a person that I was working with talking about the bedroom who sleeps in a bedroom that has clocks, radios, television, and a brass metal headboard, which, of course, conducts even more electromagnetic energy. And this person was suffering from insomnia. So I made a recommendation for them to remove the brass headboard and replace it with wood um, and also, again, move all of their electrical appliances either out of the room or at least four 
four feet away from the bed. And she did that and called me about a week and a half later and told me that for the past three nights she had been sleeping straight through the night. No need for sleeping medication, no need for pads over her eyes, earplugs. You know, she was actually sleeping straight through the night. So energy really does affect us mm-hmm. all right well Lachelle thank you so much for sharing your feng shui expertise with us um, we're very very happy to have you on the show again thank next week thank you so much so uh, um, we will talk to you next week all right wonderful have Thanks. a wonderful bye Nikki bye bye thanks Lachelle <laughs> bye bye so let us know what's on your mind. Uh, let us know how you're liking the show so far. You can hit us up on our website at www.ownyourpowerradio.com. That's www.ownyourpowerradio.com. Okay, well, since we're coming to a close, this show always goes by too fast for me. It does. It's driving me nuts. I can't take it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, we are going to share some final tips. So, again, if you don't have your pen out, get it out now. Uh, we want to give you some tips, just some general tips, home organization tips, office organization tips to clear out the clutter. Uh, you know, because of the endless stream of bills, magazines, catalogs that flow through your house, they can totally drown you. You can drown in, drown in your living space um, in paper. You know, one of the ways to fight back against the clutter is to um, follow a lot of these different tips that Nikki's going to actually share with us. So, Nikki. Um, tell us a little bit about the, the tips that you have. We've got nine tips from the Own Your Power Declutter Department. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, a mail bin. Get yourself a mail bin. Create a space just for your mail. The best place is to get a little table right inside your front door that you regularly enter. Put a garbage can there, too, so you can chunk all of the unwanted stuff there immediately. Number two. Get yourself a paper shredder. This is for safe disposal of paperwork, um, and it might have your personal identification number. You can get a really good shredder for as cheap as $30. And remember, if you have kids, be sure to put them away. We don't want little JoJo all shredded up. <laughs> number three. Pick a focus day to do your bills like mail Monday or paycheck Friday or whatever you need to do. Make some days, stay focused on them and do what you have to do on those days. Number four. Purge your files once a year. If you aren't sure about throwing something away, just ask your accountant. The IRS has three years to audit you, so you can probably get rid of your files that, you know, after that time. Number five. Please, people, get yourself an essentials basket. This is some place where you can put your keys, your sunglasses, your loose change, your wallet, your cell phone, your phone charger, somewhere. Just get an essentials basket so that when you walk in the door, everything is right there and you don't have to keep coming in the house like me. Number six. Go paperless. Come on up to the new technology, people. (laughs) Pay your bills online. Just register and they will gladly send you an email every month. Number seven. And Lachelle mentioned this one. Please get rid of that broken equipment, fax machines and printers and Ataris and ColecoVision <laughs> just laying around the house collecting dust. People coming over trying to eat Sunday dinner, falling all over stuff. Just get rid of this old equipment. You really don't need it. Number eight. The doggone kitchen utensils still wrapped up. You go into Bed Bath & Beyond every week. If you love Bed Bath & Beyond, you'll like this one. Step one, empty everything from the drawer into a cardboard box. For the next month, each time you use an item from the box, 
place it back in the drawer. At the end of the month, take that cardboard box and donate it if you have not touched the rest of the stuff in the box. And number nine... If you live by yourself and don't own a restaurant, stop buying 50-gallon containers of ketchup and pickle pig feet from the Sam's Club. <laughs> you are so funny. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Send us your feedback on the show and let us know what you think. Or if you'd like to be a sponsor, give us a call right here at 877-545-7352. That's 877-545-7352. Or you can email us, of course, at info at ownyourpower.biz. That's info at ownyourpower.biz. Don't forget to check out Simone's website and sign up for her free marketing tips at www.gotstohaveit.com. That's www.gotstohaveit.com. A little spelling going on okay. there. Okay. Well, those tips, I think, were priceless. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for the drum roll, please, Mr. Steven on the drums. <laughs> Leave those pickle pig feet right there. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, it's actually funny because we came up with that joke <laughs> walking through the Sam's Club the other day talking about all the big things that they sell at Sam's Club. It's hilarious. Well, don't forget to save the day for all the females listening tonight. We're going to have a give and take network for the South Florida chapter that will be taking place April 23rd at Ivy Aventura. So mark your calendars at Ivy Aventura and the address is 19004 Northeast 29th Avenue in Aventura, Florida. And we're going to be having a clothing drive. So back to what we were talking about, cleaning out the clutter, going through your closet. Please bring things that are gently worn, Nothing with holes in them, please. Please, please. For women in distress, we're going to be doing a, a clothing drive and also a cell phone drive. So if you have an old cell phone you haven't used in a while, please bring it because women in distress can use it. As long as it dials 911, that's all they need. Um, any accessories that you have, bring it as well. We're going to have a fun swap at the event and whatever's left over, we're going to donate. And we usually have like a truckload. We've done this many times before to donate to women in distress. If you're listening online and you aren't in South Florida, don't worry about it. We're going to have another event. Um, in your town soon. So go to the website, check it out, www.giveandtakenetwork.org and um, click events. So that's giveandtakenetwork.org and click events. Fellas, back to the Florida event. You can come, but after 930 because we it's an all-women event. So we'll see you at 930. All right. So we hope if anything you learned today that you learn that under, under, you really understand that clutter isn't good for your life. You know, the collection of old newspapers and 50 pounds of jugs of ketchup, <laughs> it can really be, really mess up your whole state of mind overall. So don't just keep holding on to things for a rainy day. Make room for abundance and learn to let it go. Don't forget that we're going to have an event. Um, don't forget April 23rd. Mark it on your calendars, women only, at Ivy Aventura. Go to the website, giveandtakenetwork.org, and bring all your clutter. <laughs> Clothing only, please. Clothing and cell phones only. And uh, definitely share that with everybody. Now, if you'd like to be on part two of Making Room for Abundance and Clearing Out the Clutter, make sure you write us at info at ownyourpower.biz. That's info at ownyourpower.biz. And check us out online at www.ownyourpowerradio.com. That's www.ownyourpowerradio.com. You could possibly be featured on the show. That's right. Uh, 
I want to give a little special shout out to my my dad who's listening, Frank Kelly in the house, <laughs> and also Zena in Brooklyn who's listening with her family. So thanks for listening, guys. Uh, last but not least, please make sure you check out ownyourpowerretreat.com because we are going to have a fabulous, re- refreshing weekend for people who are stressed out and want to really work on self-reflection and l- work on creating a life filled with prosperity and purpose and really working on taking action because that's the biggest thing. We really no- need to learn how to take action on the next steps to success. So please sign up for the Own Your Power Retreat. It's happening in October and you're going to be able to get some me time on because we need it. We need a break sometimes, right? Re- yeah. What have you been doing for me time? Oh, I've been uh, going to the gym and uh, taking walks. I took a walk this morning. Actually. That's good. Yeah. I've been training for a marathon that I'm going to be running in a few months. So today was day one of my training and I'm feeling the burn, oh, ladies and goodness. gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> marathon. I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah. I think I'll just watch you from the sidelines. <laughs> Well, until next week, everybody, we hope to you tune in next week. And always remember that anything you want is attainable. And own your power. power.